Adam, good morning. Morning, Jack. Another day, another day in Cleveland, Ohio, or thereabouts. Good. Good to be here. Good to see you. Good to be seen. Good well, to we see have you. A lot, we have a lot of podcasts, don't we? We do. Learn. This is 282 right now. This is 282. <laughs> wow. A lot. We should uh, start buying some fireworks and get ready for the 300th. You think, huh? Yeah, it might be. I mean, that's what. Before the year end, that probably runs again to 2022. We'll be hitting hitting 300 here, Jack. It's pretty good. It's quite an accomplishment. Sure, we have lots of good stuff, and we haven't we have not run out of things to talk about by any means, Jack. And that's that's true for most small business issues, right? There's ongoing secrets being every revealed. every day, every day, in in, in uh, the small business world, every day, these owners of small businesses have. Brand new problems that come up, you know, just versions of the old ones, you know, but I guess if we did the research and maybe it's done already um, to see how many categories of problems that that can exist in a, uh, a small business. And, you know, they, they're, they're going to be overlap is going to be definition required, but that would be an interesting subject. See how many Problem categories make up the lion's share of problems in small businesses. As we have found so often in our hundreds of clients that we have, or we have had through the years uh, in doing our business coaching with Maximum Value Partners, we have found that so many of these problems we've encountered before. So we have solutions for so, so many of them with a couple of little twists and bends. But basically, they're the same thing over and over again. And there's no need to be that way, but uh, the inefficiencies of serving 25 million companies kind of gets in the way. Pizza (laughs) shops don't necessarily uh, agree with florists and et cetera, et cetera. So you got to lift people out of that mindset. Running a business isn't too hard. (laughs) Well... As you know, this the show is called Dirty Secrets of Small Business, Jack. And so one of those dirty secrets, we're talking about problems here. One of the often undiscussed or maybe overlooked problems is that when we look in the mirror, all right, as the owner. So that's kind of our topic today, right? How do I how do I know if I am the problem? I, you know, I being the owner. And if you think about it, Jack, I guess one of the consistent things for your business over the, whether it be months or years or decades, you've been running it. One of those consistent things is you, right? You've been there. <laughs> you were there. You were there probably at the start. You were there on the ups and the downs and the, the sideways and everything in between. And so you've, you've been there. And so um, the fact that you've been around for a number of years, okay, you've probably handled things pretty well and you've had a lot more solutions and problems, but at the same time, Chances are there's some probably situations where you have been the problem. And so how do you how do you recognize that? How do you how do you figure that out? And so part of what we want to do today is we want to share some different stories and examples of, of where the owners either recognize that they are the problem or we help them recognize that they are the problem and see maybe maybe some of those examples might spark some ideas or thoughts uh, because it's it's often hard to be very self-aware. Um, but it's one of those things that we have found, Jack, to be critical to success. I don't care what you're doing. If you are unaware 
of just yourself, your impact on people, how, how you do stuff. I mean, that's, um, you're not going to have sustainable success at that point because you're having impacts on people and situations you don't realize. So being aware is tough. And as we've talked about a lot here, Jack, as an owner, it's difficult to get people to tell you how things really are, you know, because you're the boss. And if they're employees of yours, if they're vendors of yours, right? Well, you're the, you're the one signing the checks. You're the one sending payment along. So are they really going to tell you how it is or not? So how do you figure these things out, Jack? How do you know if you're the problem or not? I think one of the, the, the biggest the biggest things that can be done, if it can be done, is to have what I what I would call very privately call a, to have a mole in the operation. Okay. Somebody who you have a relationship with in such a way that you can count on them to say, Hey Jack, um, you know, when you muscled in on that meeting the other day. It kind of changed the whole tenor of it. it. Looked like we had a good solution, a good collaborative, cooperative effort with uh, you know the key employees, and you came in and kind of busted it up. Um, you know, you know. Also, also we, everybody, everybody got real stiff in the room. There was a good discussion. Also, everybody got really stiff with the board and, and they stopped talking. And they started, you know, they started looking at each other sideways, right? Because the, the whole tenor just changed in the meeting. Okay. That's right. People go out and they start bitching and it gives them fodder to uh, complain about things. So, and rightfully so. So why did I do that? Well, I think a lot of owners don't have a mole, certainly not a trusted mole. Um, so they can't, they, they have to find ways to get that feedback without being direct about it. It's got to be indirect. And if you're quiet, if you're more quiet as an owner versus always talking and barking, uh, chances are you aren't going to ever, ever get to a point in your company where people or you, you have a mole or somebody who basically will, will tell you when, you know, issues are being created by your actions. It's uh, that's positive feedback, and it's good to get positive feedback. Other than just looking in the mirror, you know, to ask, you know, hey, how am I doing? Nobody tells you how you're doing. So you look at numbers. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have it any other way. But you have to have more than numbers. You know, if uh, all of a sudden the atmosphere is wonderful, how did it get that way? You know, our sales, our profit are there, and you know, all the measurement tools are there. The leadership has no problems. People are friendly. Holy crap. What happened? <laughs> probably I stayed away or probably, you know, I just minimized my, my, uh, my talking at meetings and dominating them. Let it go. Every once in a while, something will pop up and it can jump in, but, uh, let the team solve, let the team solve, uh, the problems of the company. That's a big deal. Don't be the problem. Be the solution. Well, so here, here you're painting a picture. So uh, you know, here you come come into the meeting and you feel like, hey, I came in and added value, got things kind of moving along and felt like it was good. So you feel coming out of the meeting also that it was a good meeting. And then your point is that the rest of people don't think it was, or they thought it was a good meeting before you came in and you just kind of altered it. And so is that part of the reason why we often hear, and we've heard over the years, um, how many owners, when they, when they leave for a little bit, how all of a sudden the company does better? You know, where you've had you have clients that will take a month off and all of a sudden they're having, they're, the company has a record month. 
right? <laughs> I mean, you know, so so I guess one of the things to kind of figure it out as we're talking to Jack is, well, just get out of the way, right? So maybe maybe take a little time off and and go somewhere, you know, disappear for a couple of days or for a couple of weeks and kind of see what happens. You know, mm-hmm. does your team does your team do better or worse without you? Do they are they constantly placing phone calls and emails and texts to you, or they pretty much leave you alone? They're they're happy that you're out of the way and you aren't you aren't getting in the way or, or perhaps causing more problems. Where, you, where you, again, because chances are you probably aren't trying to cause the problems. Again, it's not it's not a cause effect thing. It's just you're unaware, unaware of just maybe because of your style and the way you approach things or what else is going on that you just maybe have caused some of the challenges. And so this came up recently with, with one of our clients where he's having struggles with a, a, uh, an employee of his. And I think what was happening is, you know, as we've talked a lot about here on the show, Jack, is we often use a, a, our behavior assessment called DISC, extended DISC, and uh, helps you understand what you are. And so in this case, um, you, know, you had two Ds, you know, the, the, the dominant driving demanding folks. So, you know, those are the folks that kind of are always uh, are always doing uh, doing battle, so to speak, right? And um, sometimes that's not the way to handle a D. You, you got to handle it a little differently, right? And so the owner said, hey, you know, this employee was on the edge, right? On the edge of perhaps being let go, you know, waiting for that last straw to kind of to fall, so to speak. And and now a few months have gone by, and and wouldn't you know it, this employee is all of a sudden turn the exact opposite way and is, is, is just, is just killing it. Just, is just doing great. And the owner said, you know what? It was me. You know, I was the problem in terms of how I was, how I was handling this person and, you know, and things I was doing to try to address it. So, so to be, to be that aware and to say, you know what, maybe it's really me that's causing, causing this issue. That's something we've always done, Jack. You know, I remember going back to the earliest days of, of MVP and what we were trying to figure out and, to figure this coaching thing out. How do we, how do we teach the business side of the, the people? And, you know, we had some really good successes early on and we had some, some struggles early on. And as we're looking, you know, what can we do better? You know, what, what can we do differently? And we tried, you know, 20 different things and started to realize that, well, in some cases it wasn't necessarily us that was the problem, right? It was the, uh, the person we were coaching, you know, and I guess maybe we, we were the problem from the standpoint that we assumed that, well, hey, everybody's coachable. Right. I mean, we assumed that was the case. And so once we realized that not everybody's coachable, all of a sudden things started to kind of change a little bit in terms of our, our approach to things, you know? So, you know, having that kind of a self-awareness is, you know, is key, you know? Um, How often do we see that in transitional situations, Jack, where you've got, you know, you know, the client or some people will will realize, Hey, you know what, it's time for me to kind of step aside. I don't know what to do, but okay. Help me get out of the way. That happens once in a while, um, maybe twenty percent of the time. The other eighty percent of the time, it's hey, we got to force, we got to force mom or dad to kind of to kind of get moving, right? And so, so you know, to, to be able to look in the mirror and try to figure out what's going on in a situation. But I guess, to, I guess, part of what we want to do today is Jack is want to make sure that you're asking that question as the owner that hey, you you might be the problem versus everybody else you're kind of pointing fingers at. It might be, it might be you. That's right. And, and that's, that's very normal. That's the normal evolution of a small company. Uh, because as you grow, people keep looking to you for the answers because you haven't developed systems, you haven't developed routines. So you're, you're walking around giving the orders. And that becomes the culture of the company, you know, to, to look to the boss. He'll tell you what to do. 
And so you, you have to practice a lot of these, these uh, management systems that are in place, tried and proven, and work to, work to get those systems in place and have a feedback system for you. You know, I think too too much of that though is is kind of gets in the way. If you have the employees uh, ranking the boss and have serious discussions about this, and all of a sudden the boss has to be accountable, a small business isn't going to survive too well like that. <laughs> the boss has to be the boss. But he's got to be aware of that of his power. We like to say his power of walking into a meeting that you know he he isn't normally part of. Uh, everything's going to change the instant he walks in or she walks in. And why? Well, that's human nature. It's it's silly. We're all adults, but it doesn't come out that way most of the time. So I'll come back to the mole. It's it's really a, a metaphor for basically uh, trying to find out what the heck I'm I'm doing wrong with the company without asking it that way. You know, I want to. I want to know. I want feedback. Hey, Jack, you shouldn't be in at this meeting. Let uh, let them hash it out, and let let uh, Joe or there or Mary give you the the summary of it. You know, it's like, wait a minute, but that's okay. That's good engagement. It's hard to find out. It is very hard to find out how you're perceived. You know, you you get feedback, you study it, and. You talk about it maybe off offsite with other friends who aren't involved with the company, and get a feel much like this, you know, with the one section there that basically talks about uh, your your shortcomings, if you will, or your reaction to pressure. And it's it's hard to accept because you aren't looking at it every day. You know, all of a sudden something hits you, some some. Uh, Decision, a big decision that wasn't made right, or, well, hey, Jack came in and told me this. Yeah, you're guilty? Yeah, I'm guilty. So you got to, it's usually best to shut up rather than talk. Hmm. <laughs> Too much talking. Get a handful of projects, get your, your uh, annual plan together, and that's what you key off of. The need for talking and emailing and communicating ad nauseum. That's what creates problems in a company, and that's what creates confusion. So like everything, if the company goes good, you don't necessarily get all the credit. But when it goes bad, you get all the, the blame. Let's come back to that for a second. I think it's often, again, it's, it's well-intentioned things, right? So uh, one of the common themes you hear today is about communicate, communicate, right? And over-communicate. That's a, you know, it's a big deal. And so... But kind of mirroring that or matching that up with the, you know, being in touch with your power. And we see a common challenge with folks who will constantly email, right? It's nonstop emails with ideas. Well, hey, I just want people to know, right? I want people to be aware. And it's okay. Well, there's certain things people need to be aware of, Jack. Yeah. You know, hey, if there's a, a customer issue or an employee issue, people need to be aware of stuff. Now, if you just have a lot of thoughts and ideas you want to share, well, that may not be the best thing to necessarily do because we all have lots of thoughts and ideas, Jack. Um, I got to believe 90% of them, is if you sleep on it for a day, it's not really worth much. Just let it go, right? Not, not, That's not, right. not sharing, right? Um, but we see we see it a lot where also yeah, people are, are constantly emailing or, or sending stuff out and it's it's they aren't even half-baked ideas. They're just ideas. They're, they're thoughts. And 
And what you often don't realize is the pressure that puts on your team. If you got, you know, if, uh, for as many people as we try to guide and counsel Jack to try to not have all these alerts going on, constant interruptions for you, you know, day in and day out, people still do it. Um, but, you know, to, 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 to have that constant interruption of emails and all of a sudden you got, I got four emails from the boss kind of piling up. <clears throat> well, am I going to focus on what I'm trying to do and ignore those or do I like peek and see what the boss wants, right? Great question. Yeah, great question. So there, there, there's often these these unintended consequences where all of a sudden, hey, I'm trying to be you know, productive, yet now all of a sudden I'm off on some tangent because the boss is throwing some ideas that are, you know, that may, may even change by tomorrow or later today, right? So so what are we doing here, right? So again, there's often some things you might be doing that are um, maybe misguided or, or again well intentioned, but just aren't aren't landing the way they should be. And so I think it's important for us to to continually review our habits, you know, again what's natural for us and. And, 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 you know, when it comes to communication, let's not overuse or abuse one form of them, right? So we've got things like email, we've got social media, we've got texting, we've got the phone, right? Actually calling people, we got in person, you know, for the most part, people are still meeting in person. You know, so what, what does it make sense? You know, not everything makes sense to be an email, Jack, just like everything doesn't make sense to be done in person, right? So trying to decipher how, how you want to communicate those messages, you know, is a key thing because we see it a lot where just the owner sending fewer emails makes things better, right? <laughs> Doing less. Again, almost like, like you're saying, Jack, you know, listen more and talk less. You know, it, it, it's some of those lessons that um, you know, some owners never learn, and some will learn a little painfully, and some will take to it more quickly. Just kind of you know, be patient that way. You know, it, it's, it's often hard, but we often see those things. Where, again, it's not maybe... Not as obvious, I guess, Jack, right? In terms of, you know, that being the problem. Um, some are more obvious. You know, we had, you know, people will identify, you know, as an owner, there's often things, much like any role or job, Jack, I guess, there's things that you don't necessarily want to do or that you're not necessarily good at, but the business needs it. And so um, there are couple of years ago or maybe it's going back further maybe it's I, i'm gonna get to get be like you i say it's a couple of years ago it was like five years ago or ten years ago but um we had somebody know that, that want to buy a company and one of the key duties for that owner was to get out and market and try to do some sales and he said i can't do that that's just not that's just not my not my nature it's like well okay well if but if you aren't if you aren't doing this eventually the business is going to go away because the the customers you're servicing will be fully serviced, so they they go away. You got to start doing something, right? And he just kept fighting it. I can't. I kept kept telling us he couldn't do it. So, what happens, Jack? It becomes a self fulfilling prophecy, right? If I can't keep telling us I can't do something, well, then I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. And within a couple of years, this thing wound up going out of business just right. because the, the owner was not getting out of the way. The owner was the problem. And that's either. a very clear case of the owner being a problem. Right. So it's not, it's not <laughs> always that clear, you know, but you know, you can't have those. That, okay. So the question, what do you do about it? If you know, that's the issue. Okay. Then what do you, you know, we had a client years ago that, 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 that bought into a, a pretty tough uh, manufacturing environment. And it was the exact wrong person to kind of run that, you know, in terms of just, you gotta, you gotta know where your strengths are at. You know, so to get down and dirty in the manufacturing process with some, some tough, some some tough folks, you know, folks who've spent some time in prison, stuff like that, right? Well, that's not necessarily <laughs> cut off for everybody, okay? 
some folks <laughs> will thrive in that kind of environment and really and really do well. Other folks will get chewed up and spit out. You know, and so you know, recognize that hey, you know, that's not necessarily the 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 best environment for me to 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 be leading or or kind of moving things along. So you know, no, you're right, Adam. That's that's a that's a very that's more common than you think. You know, person running a company isn't isn't as well suited for that uh, as obviously somebody else because he just doesn't she doesn't have the 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 strength of character if that's what's needed or the the toughness to, you know, power through some of these things. So that's, you know, there, there's lots of reasons, especially you see that with families, you know, things pass down rather than uh, go through the hard knocks of trying to find a job, you know, going through interviews, going through, you know, trying to find the right match rather than just giving the reins to the company. Um, you know, trying to find out as a business owner, if I'm the problem, that's kind of what we're sort of focusing on. Mm-hmm. And outside of looking in the mirror, that's what we're touching on, different ways. Again, the best way I have found by far is to have a mole or two if you're a bigger company. Just get a little feedback. Don't, don't, it, it's, it's a good trait to have, I think, because it shows humility, um, you know, in a very private circle. But hey, look, I don't have all the answers and, and be able to say that to somebody and show your vulnerability uh, can be a strong trait because you're going to learn some good stuff if you get the right person. But otherwise, drop in and then try to be consistent. Don't be inconsistent uh, too much. All of a sudden coming into meetings where you weren't expected, don't do that too often. Right. <laughs> well, you know, attitude can be can be a big issue too. You know, and what so, is oh attitude? Attitude, yes, absolutely. Right? And so, but again, it's not always so obvious. So let me give you let me give a couple examples. So, and this is often where we'll break with people and we'll have some of these discussions and just realize, hey, we've taken them as far as we can take them, and the, we have to have a kind of a break. But you know, some folks um, will think too small. Okay, and uh, but it might look might not look like they think too small. Just it looks like they're uh, they're always hustling, right? Hustling. It's kind of like, you know, grinding day in and day out, but it's, they're grinding on small stuff, right? They aren't grinding on the bigger stuff. They're just, again, it's a constant, a constant hustle and kind of run. And so if you're constantly thinking more short-term like that, smaller bites, and it's not necessarily plugging into a bigger picture of stuff, that attitude, well, you know, it may be good to kind of get you started, you know, kind of being that way to get started is great. Kind of get you get you going. You're doing lots of activity. You're you're, you're trying things, right? But at some point, you got to be able to kind of step back, think bigger, think bigger picture, and make some decisions longer term that you're going to now act upon versus always being so short term. Because if you're always short term, you're not going to build something. You're just going to continue to kind of, you know, redo the same thing over and over again. You know, that's where there's often a a fine line between having a, a business and having a job, you know, if you're, if you're thinking too small. And so often it can be just kind of, you know, kind of mindset like that versus, you know, we see it a lot too, where all of a sudden just the, the owners just get, get negative, you know, and, you know, try as they might to be positive, just they, they get so beaten up, so worn down by whatever's going on. It could be things happening in the business. It could be things happening in their personal life. You know, it could be things out in the world. I, you know, a lot of things can, can, can kind of take, you know, take you out a little bit, I guess. Right. But people's attitudes, you know, and so 
here it is. If all of a sudden I'm the owner and I got a negative attitude, I'm just waiting for that next shoe to drop. Well, I might put on the happy face to start with, Jack, but you know, within when that first thing goes wrong, all of a sudden flipping that switch and bam, all of a sudden I'm I'm a I'm I'm a totally different person. Okay, mm-hmm. well, <clears throat> what's that going to do to, to, to a new person, whether it's a, a contractor or an employee or anybody else coming in saying, wait a minute, who is this person, right? I mean, that's not the the, the happy-go-lucky, smiley person I kind of met coming in. Also, you know, man, that, you know, I'm not sure I want to be in this environment. So, you know, so just you know, the, the, the attitude itself is a big deal. And so, again, coming back to just kind of getting away, you know, if you see all kinds of examples, that, that helps. You know, we've had clients over the years where, you know, especially if you have partnerships, where all of a sudden one of the partners will just, disappear for a little bit and take a month, take, you know, t- take the summer off. Um, you know, because again, they're just, it's addition by subtraction sometimes, Jack, where just, Hey, <laughs> you know, they're kind of pulling them out. You can just, you know, it can just help relieve some of those stresses and kind of move and say, Hey, realize hey, I am the problem. I'm getting in the way. I, you know, just, you know, me walking into the room, me, you know, you know, you know me showing up on a call all of a sudden, you know, creates tension that, that just doesn't need to be there. You know? I agree. And, I think that's a big part of stress. People complaining about the need for more mental health and more awareness. You know, how is stress created if you have a job? If you have a job, how does it become stressful? I mean, you're signing on for nine to five or whatever it's going to be. That's your world. That's what what creates stress in that world? It's self-imposed, I, I think. I mean, I'm not a doctor, obviously, but it, uh, uh, so much of stress is really led by the owner of the company who is not aware of himself, herself being as powerful as they are. So as they interrupt meetings, as they come in and, and insert themselves, you know, everyone sort of backs off an inch or two and gives them room to do whatever and isn't ready. The group is far more advanced than he is or she is. And so, you know, this, this unawareness is what creates stress and creates miscommunication and, and, uh, you know, unsettling feelings. So you gotta, you gotta know that I'm a powerful person in my company. Yes. And when, when we coach and, and ask questions and ask, as I ask questions, you know, have, have some formal things filled out, uh, you know, people, people don't, owners of businesses don't realize, don't realize how important they are to the overall feeling of the company. They just don't think like that. The discussions don't go along those lines. But it's so important to understand yourself and how you affect the business. And most people don't. Yeah, and it's, you know, so it's, again, to, to be aware, that's part of why we're bringing this up, right? And we want to kind of share some examples like this, Jack, because again, it's, once in a while it's obvious, but a lot of times it's not obvious. And if you don't have the moles, or you don't have, a partner can be helpful too, right? Because a partner will often see it differently and kind of talk to you differently. But even then, they often don't have don't have the answer either. To your point, Jack, because people aren't telling the other. If they aren't telling you, they may not be telling the other partner, or or, or they might. You know, it just kind of depends. We've seen that a lot too. Um, you mentioned family businesses. You often see that too between like a, a a husband and wife, and you know people will approach one versus the other because they're they find one easier to talk to, right? Um, and just kind of pass messages along. So those are those are golden things to kind of be aware of because again. Um, and chances are, you know, one of the other places to look, Jack, if there's something you've been struggling with in your business for a while now, you can't seem to get the thing kind of figured out. Well, maybe it's you, right? Again, come back to, you know, you don't have those skills and experience that are there. Maybe your mindset's wrong, you know, wrong. Come back to some of those kind of smaller mindsets that we often will see. 
people will, will will not make investments in people and in services and things that that that, that are I would say almost obvious to, to folks on the outside that there's something here that's needed, but they aren't they aren't they aren't willing to make those kind of changes or those kind of investments um, to make those things better. And so again, come back to that the, the the mindset piece here. It's often again if you've been struggling with the, with the same issue for a while, and a while could be could be months or years at this point. Um, maybe it's you. Maybe it's you kind of getting in your own you know kind of getting in your own way. And so, you know, you know, one of the ways to kind of get out of there too is you, know, you try to find some different things to get, to, to get yourself out of the business a little bit. And so getting out doesn't necessarily mean going to vacation, Jack. It means you know, getting involved with different groups, just different things going on, different folks to kind of talk to. Um, we know it's always good to get out of your head as an owner. We can all right. get our own heads at times, you know? And so, you know, it's key and, you know, to be able to kind of bring those things up, to have a, to have a group of folks to talk to, to have people you can reach out and kind of, you know, to touch base with, to give you some of that, that, that honest feedback. Cause it's hard, you know, as you, as you grow and the business grows, you know, what you need to do is different too, you know? So maybe you're a great fit early on and now maybe the business has outgrown you or vice versa, you know, in terms of what's kind of going on. So just, you know, starting to recognize some of those things and having those, those thoughts need to be part of your, process in terms of what you're trying to do and what you're trying to be aware of as the owner if you want to have success right that's the name of the game yeah you're in this to make some profits and we'll we'll define success as profitable sustainable profitable right and so that's often the time you know as you mentioned you know when it comes to family stuff too often maybe it's time for you to get out to get out of the way turn to that next generation you know and so um, instead of waiting for them to kind of be pushing on you maybe it's time for you to kind of hey maybe it's time for me to step aside and stepping aside is stepping to something else. Doesn't it say, you know, you're going to that awful retirement order, Jack. It's to say you're stepping to something else in terms of what, what do you want to do next? And, you know, starting to figure those things out. So, but again, you know, we want to kind of cover today and just you know, it, 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 it kind of make sure you're aware and you're thinking about it that, hey, you might be the problem. Here's ways to kind of figure that out. That's right. Now don't rule that one out. In fact, you should probably start with that one. <laughs> a good place to start that's right good, good topic okay excellent so yeah so that's our that's our show for today uh thank you much for listening if you've missed any of the prior 281 shows you can get them all at our website uh dirty secrets of small business.com uh better yet if you like to, to to subscribe to podcasts go to your favorite podcast player and subscribe to dirty secrets of small business we usually drop a new episode every thursday it'll be delivered right there to your to your smart device if you have comments, questions, or want to connect with us, you can do that a couple of ways. One is via email, which is radio at MaximumVP.com, or give us a call, 877-849-0670. So that's our show for the week. Thanks again for listening, and we will talk to you all next week. Bye-bye, Adam. <laughs>